sweating now. I feel weird because this is the second time. <laughs> this is the second time ever or just the second time? This is my second time ever. Uh, no, for, this is no for the podcast. No, I'm actually, but this is like 90 episodes. Why do you have a 80-ounce thermos? You're I'm, right next to your kitchen. I'm I mean, like you can just get a dude, you can I'm, just get a glass of water, like a normal human size glass. I'm you got this so, fucking Sasquatch. I'm so thirsty. Fucking dude. Yeti bullshit, dude. I'm the biggest fucking I'm the biggest comedian that I know, bro. There's like one other person who's as big as me, and uh, it's this guy named Jake Hovis, and he's bigger than me, bro. He's like wider than me, and he's also like two or three inches taller than me. He's from Louisville. Yeah. And like, there's not a lot of huge comics. But my point is like, you're at your house. I mean, you, you get free refills here, you know? I know, dude, but I just, you know what? I think, <laughs> I think I just try, I try to do it so I can like force myself to drink water. Cause you know, like no one gets enough water ever. Like you just don't get it besides me now. Right. Of Obviously, course. Yeah. This is I get it. By I mean, um, you got to take off the. The price tag from TJ Maxx on the bottom of it, though. It's tacky. Is it on there? Okay. Just, the QR the barcode still. <laughs> Shout I'm out. just kidding. No. Uh, Shout out TJ so, Maxx. So um, we were talking about Bob and Tom. Um, a lot of fo- uh, fond memories from Bob and Tom. Um, yeah, you were on their show all the time, right? Oh, uh, yeah. it was. Uh, I believe I, that's how I got my step. I got wind of you when we went and saw you when I was this like 20 years ago. Yes, let's, we, let's we talk about that. that. Um, uh, you gave me one of the best compliments I think I've ever had in this business i mean and it was at a time to where i really needed it too like i ran into you at the funny bone and liberty it was an open mic my life has been um pretty chaotic for the past eight years you know i've been still you know doing i still do stand up i mean um and kind of like the you know the black sheep of comedy, I guess, or whatever. Um, but I've gone through a lot of a lot of problems. I mean, my ex attempted to rob the Bank of America high on crystal meth, and that's a true story. I, I will show you the video if. Uh, so you were on the road, like working full time. You were full like, the time, time man. I, when this stuff, it was my job. I raised. When this happened. Yeah, I raised two boys i had a house and i you know i it was a it was a dream come true you know um and uh but you gave me one of the best compliments you came up to me and you're like i actually came up to you and i said can i have a light (laughs) yeah i remember yeah and i was like i don't smoke you don't smoke and you're vaping like weed or whatever crack or whatever it is that you do but uh and you're like just let you know, man, you're the reason that I got into comedy. I was like, oh, my God, really? And First live performance I ever saw. I was 18. So, like, I obviously had, lo- had a lot of love for stand-up before that, just from seeing stuff on TV like Richard Pryor and, uh, you know what I mean, like the Kings of Comedy, the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. There of, was stuff of- that I saw, Def Jam, as a kid and as a teenager, because that was, like, that era. But never did I see a live performance. So... I went with my stepdad because my mom and stepdad wanted to go see you because they heard you on the Bob and Tom show. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So, and then you were in Dayton that weekend and it was like a sold out show, dude. You were absolutely murdering. 
And uh, my stepdad even bought one of those T-shirts, the Fuck You T-shirts. Sure, sure. Bought one of those, dude. I think we hung out with you in the parking lot for a minute, and you were just a super cool guy. And it really, you really inspired me, bro. When I was when I was young, this is like 20 years ago to do stand up. Well, like, thank, th- thank you, Ben. I I, I really do appreciate that, that. and uh, and it really um, meant a lot to me more than you think. You know, um, it's you know, um, I I really I really have a passion for stand up comedy. I. I I I uh I love I love it, man. And I hate I, I don't like to use the word hate, but I, I don't like the way that it's going with and maybe I'm just an old man and a geezer or whatever. Um but it's so saturated with all this crap and everything like, you know, um talk more about the stuff you don't like. Like it stand up currently because like you came up in a completely different era where you were making a living off this for a long time. This is your bread and butter. So like, what do you? What kind of like what's changed in the landscape that's sort of like bothering you, or that you could see where people could be doing better, or just like what's like what's your motif for that? Well, first of all, the um, the censorship that that is going on right now, as far as like self censorship. Or just even censorship from like clubs and even open mics, you know, it goes to an open mic to where you have to sign a fucking waiver, you know, like, yeah, that's, happening you know, it, right now. That, that is happening right yeah, now. And it's incredibly insulting. So because it goes against everything that stand up comedy stands for. Like, I mean, it is so ridiculous that you can't make fun of, you know, <laughs> gay people, black people, you know, um, all this like LGBT stuff is in it's Everything's so gay now. And it's like, <laughs> it is so gay. <laughs> That's there's LGBTQ, whatever is that, is that the letters? It should just be one letter G gay. Okay, it's it's just different levels of gay, basically. Uh, oh, it's, but it's it's all like being taken seriously, which I fucking can't stand. Yeah, you know, I think people should be able to be whoever they want, but when you when they try to shove it down your throat, and or the, with the kids, that's where I get weird. Is like I want people to, I'm like somewhere in the middle politically. I don't really give a shit either way, but I want people to be free, obviously. So like I'm. I'm concerned with like the children though. It's like, should, are they old enough to make the kind of decisions that, that are being forced upon them at this age? And I know this is probably going to get us taken from down from YouTube, but it's something that I do think about cause I have kids and at, at, you really, know, this is going to get us taken down from YouTube. I easily, mean, like, easily dude, for talking about stuff like this easily. I'm serious, dude. See, that's, that's gay. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah, that's really gay. That's you I'm know, saying. um, <laughs> <laughs> what am I, one of my greatest lines is <laughs> that I used for years and years is uh, it was just on a whim. I, I don't know. I was kind of like bumbling around when I didn't open mic. And I said, uh, I said, racism is gay. <laughs> you know, and, and this guy came up to me at the show. He's like, that is brilliant. Yeah. And because and I was just making fun of racism and 
ended up being like this catchphrase that I used for years and years. Like that's a T-shirt right there. It is a good T-shirt, you know. <laughs> that's a great T-shirt, dude. Again, going back to the fact that we have to fucking sell T-shirts to make ends meet is terrible. Yeah. You know? That was yeah, yeah. That was before we got cut off before because people didn't know we we had a, a little conversation before that. But that's that's very important as a comic is like to merchandise and brand yourself. You have to become like this marketer. You have to be like the social media expert. Yeah. So the landscape is so like when you walked in here, you saw like all these cameras and all this stuff going on. I had to like, dude, it takes me like two hours to set up this show. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's a lot goes into stand up nowadays outside of just going on stage and telling jokes like and and i know and the sad thing is you could be a marketing like genius in a half-assed comedian and do really well yes yes you know the business doesn't necessarily support comedy it supports the business of comedy i know and it's like um and i'm not i'm not bitter at all maybe a little um but that's normal at your age, though, dude. You yeah, I'm 50 years old. Yeah, that's normal. Half a century sounds like I'm a fucking vampire or something like that. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> you a look weird... great for 50. Bro. I appreciate that, yeah, dude. I appreciate that. But it's like, you know, it was so it was so fun back in the 90s, you know, where there wasn't any kind of restrictions or anything like that. I mean, you show up to these shows and you get like a like a talking to before the show of what you can and can't talk about. Yeah. Which defeats the purpose of a live comedy show because people want to hear controversial adult humor. Like they don't want to, you know, no one goes out to a comedy show to be fucking spoon fed. You know what I'm saying? Like, they want to hear, like, I think the one of the stupidest, like, requests that I ever had from a comedy club was in Cor- uh, Corpus Christi, Texas. Um, early, like, 2001, 2002, whatever. And I show up to the club, and uh, Rich Miller booked it, who is uh, Dennis Miller's brother. Um, great guy. He... He used to book all these great clubs. Um, but <laughs> I show up and they go, the manager pulls me aside before the show. He goes, don't do any Selena jokes. <laughs> Had she I was just like, died? Well, Selena's from Corpus Christi and she's like oh, a saint. I got you. And yeah, she was yeah. murdered. You know, I mean, you, you saw the movie with Jennifer Lopez or whatever. I, I don't know, know if she you did. I murdered, but no. Yeah, she got shot by her assistant or whatever. It was a terrible story, but... I was just thinking, like, who the fuck does Selena jokes anyways? Like, I mean, who would, who would make fun of something tragic like that? You know, but it's like... Someone fact, had to have done it for them to tell you, right? Yes. It's almost like they don't put the sign up, you know, no shoes, no service. So three the- Selenas walk into a bar and all this. And like, who the fuck... <laughs> who the fuck does jokes about a premise. terrible fucking... That's the best premise you can go Right? I was like, who you know, like, I, of course I'm not going to make fun of Selena. Yeah, dude. You know? That's fucking rich. And that was before everything was so, you know, so gay that it is now. Like, I mean, This was it, the 90s, basically? No, it was uh, like early 2000s, like 01, 02, something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, 
It's like, yo, you can do 9-11 jokes, but don't fucking talk about Selena. Dude, I don't know if this has ever happened to you when you were when you were coming up, but I uh, I was out of town. I won't say where, but I was featuring, and um, I was at this club all weekend, and uh, we did the Thursday show, and I kind of bombed. And then the headliner um, cr- crushed it after I had bombed, and it was like easy, it was like easy pickings for them. And so Friday night, I came back, and uh, I was, like, real fired up because I had a bad set the night before. And I, I crushed. I did okay. I don't want to say Yeah. I, yeah, I, I killed. Be- I, cr- I crushed. I, I fucking murdered. Did the best I could. I murdered. And I, I think I, d- I did well. Yeah. And, uh, and and the headliner did not that night, Friday night. And so we Oh, you smoked the headliner. Smoked them. And so we were hanging out after, and uh, <laughs> they said, hey, man, you know, I really like the stuff you were doing on Thursday. Why don't we just stick with with what you were doing on Thursday night, and uh, could you not maybe do what you did tonight? And I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, oh yeah. I was like, "What? You want me to tone it down?" Like, is that ever? I'm just saying, has that ever happened to you? Because oh yeah, yeah. I worked with Dane Cook several times actually, and uh, he pulled me aside one night in L.A. and um, he was like, he was like, uh, "Can you not do any jokes about cops?" I was like. You can't take an entire premise. Yeah. Like, it, it was just the weirdest thing. And I, I was like, and I, I, of course I did, you know, what he asked. I mean, because I have other stuff I don't have to do. You're a professional. Well, sure. But it, yeah. but it was just fucking weak for him to go, you know, don't do any jokes about this or that or fucking graham crackers or whatever the fucking yeah. premise is. Like, you know. Work around. You should always, as a headliner, you should always be able to work around whatever the guy in front of you is doing. You're headlining. Yeah. You know, apparently you have the Guinness World Record of most hours on stage or whatever. I think he does, or I, I don't know. I feel like the only way that that is like acceptable for me, at least, is if you're stepping on something specifically that they're that they have a longer bit about or a big. Because they don't want you to talk about the same exact topic. I could see that. I could see if you're like, I'm doing that premise, so don't do it on this particular show. It's not like, it, was it like that case? Did he have something? Yeah, he did this whole chunk of material about police officers, but it's like, dude, it's a, everyone makes fun of the police. So he wants the surprise you know? element, basically, right? You know, it would be different if I was doing jokes about the band police. You know, that's like a, a specific, you know, Band was, you know, I don't even know. You're probably too young to remember the police. Oh, you mean the actual band? Yeah. The police, yeah. Mustang no. and, okay. Yeah, I've heard the, Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah, Roxanne, you know. That would have been funny if you would have went up and did a bit about that and not yeah. actual police. Exactly. Like, And then he would have been like, what do you, know, you say? Like, what do you say? It's the band, the police. It's the band, the police. That's the only way to get out of it. Yeah. At the time, I didn't even think about that. It, it would have been funny. Yeah, so that happens sometimes, huh? I think more than people, like, outside, people to just come to watch the show. Yeah, sometimes I don't know if people even give a shit about how the chili is made, but I—that's what the show is about. Yeah, I've never ever once went up to a guy that was opening up for me and said, "Don't do this joke or don't do that joke." Work around whoever you're working with. I mean, that's why you should watch every comedian that you work with. Yeah, especially so you can prepare with you. You know, you're like I mean, they're they're opening up. They have a they have a limited amount of material. So you as a headliner should be able to work around whoever the fuck is opening up for you. Like, I mean, you know. Yeah. Um, Dane Cook level, too. I mean, 
He did level off. I mean, he, you know, that, that guy, uh, he, he had a lot of bad things happen to him. I mean, his brother in law, I think his brother in law. No, his actual brother. I just that, listened his to actual clip bro- earlier today okay. of this. Yeah. Like, stole millions of dollars from him, man. Yeah, dude. And he was so, a corrections officer, too. How, he was, how really? How wild is that, that he gets his brother out of this prison to go and work for him, pays him more than his salary, whatever, like, makes it sweet for his brother. And then his brother ends up back in that same prison doing time after he embezzled all this. See, I didn't know things. that. Wow. <sighs> Pretty wild. Yes. It's full crazy. Full circle, dude. It is full circle. It's full circle. Um, So let's... uh. Let's talk about um, a very, you know, like I don't want to bring it down or anything like that, but I, I, I just want to acknowledge um, real quick that we all lost a very, a very, very special man um, a couple days ago, you know, and uh, I, I had a rough day yesterday because of this. And I lashed out at a few people, and I, I you know, I apologize for that. Um, I'm not going to mention any names, but I didn't. <laughs> Should I, I say his name? <laughs> I mean, it's it's just it's stupid. But, I told him last night. I was like, I'm shouting you out on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, man. I mean, you know, let's stop saying that you fucking murdered or killed or so and so murdered or killed. You didn't really fucking murder or kill anything. Okay, you had a good set. Fuck off. Yeah, so for you as like a veteran comic, you kind of see that as like it's just taking a shot or like well, just, it's, it's over. How do you say it's like over? Uh, it just looks like you're egotistical in a way. Yeah, it's like driving a fucking Corvette. Okay. Yes. You know, you got a small dick. Big fucking deal <laughs> with it. Okay. Like, I mean, you don't have to fucking say that you, you had all this greatness. When, yeah, because doing know, comedy already fucking is knock cool. it off. I see what you're saying. Doing comedy is like I drive a Corvette. You're like different than the other people that you kind yeah. of grew up with or that you're on social media with so it's like you kind of are already doing this cool thing why do you have to say and over embellish that i fucking i'm the shit yeah big deal man I you, you know no one fucking cares okay um but i don't even want to get into that i mean it's you know i understand it's, it's, though it's, you were upset it's, over the- it's self-promotion you know tweet all you want you know and, and that's another thing about the social media now everyone wants uh all these followers and shit like that. Don't fucking follow me, okay? Leave me the fuck alone, okay? <laughs> like I don't, I don't want any followers. It's creepy, you know. Fucking hashtag and all this horse shit. I always ask people, I'm like, go make sure you go follow the guests. But this time, guys, don't don't follow, fucking follow me. Just I, listen to this. Not at all. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, Do just not follow Kenny Smith. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Okay, and I know you should. And was like, "Oh, you're not going to get anywhere in this." But I've already fucking had my greatness. Okay, I lived in Malibu, fucking California, and and had all this money, and it was it was fun and everything. And so, I I don't. Do you think a guy like you can get all that back since you've already done it once and you know you know the business model for success? Or do you think it's going to take? You think the road is longer now because I'm under the impression that like someone with your skill level. If they, if you got on the right track and you got yourself cleaned up, you could be there again, dude. I think that right now, all you really need, dude, is that social media and that stuff that you hate because that's the new landscape. But there's so many guys that you came up with, like the Robert Kellys and all these, all these people that you were, you were on the circuits with them. All they're doing is they got some young guy like 
whoever, some fucking Jewish or Chinese kid or some, you know what I mean, that looks like me doing their podcast and like filming their clips. And I think that you're just a few steps away, dude, from like coming back and being the person that you were. I'm just saying, do you have those thoughts too? Do you share that that sentiment? Um, I most likely I will be working at Trader Joe's for the rest of my life. <laughs> that's, 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 the end of that. that's where I'm going. Never man. meet your heroes. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, Never you know, meet your you know what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I and you are hundred percent correct. Um, I really have to jump on board with the social media and the, and all this fucking gay shit. Like, um, cause it is all gay. Yeah, it's, dude, but I think it's you so might, gay. I think you it, might have to do it, dude. I know I gotta, you know, I gotta, if that, if, if comedy is what you, you know, you want to do, it's like you did take, you took some time off and I want to talk about that too, because like, you know, you were, you fucking, you made it bro. Like a lot of people would say they would look at Kenny Smith, especially seven or eight years ago, 10 years ago. And they'd be like, wow, like I want to be like that guy. Like he's. He's making six figures a year. He's traveling all over the country. He's doing whatever he wants. He's hanging out with all these famous people. Like, you you have all these connections already, man. And I think th- you need to probably just figure out that, like, there's no machine anymore. Like, all that Hollywood shit, all having, like, somebody produce your special, that's all done, bro. It's all done in-house now. It and, is. Like, it is. And, and it's I, I accept that, you know. Um, I just don't – I don't know if uh, – I want to, um, I, I, I don't know if I want to like, I, I accept it, but I don't know if I want to accept it. I, I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's a lot of work, dude. It, it's not really a lot of work because it's, it's really simple. Like what we're doing right now is kind of a it simple setup. Budget. You got You're a couple right. tripods. Yes. You're, you know, we're, we're sitting here, you got a couple cameras set up, you got a laptop. I mean, it's not that hard to reach all like millions of people, millions of people, literally. Yeah. And, um, I, I just, uh, I remember comedy was, was simple and, uh, and fun and there was no restrictions and I mean, you got to fuck the waitresses at the comedy club. I mean, no one fucking looked at you Before sideways rules. for doing that. You know, <laughs> I'm not condoning that, but <laughs> I, well, I'm just saying that. I mean, it, it, you know, it was it was fucking fun, man. And now it's just like you know, it's like this polit- uh, politically correct woke horse shit is. It's just over inflating the sensitivity of of people that need to just laugh at everything i mean it's yeah i this is the thing too dude there's other markets that you can reach outside of like because i've realized that too like my brand of comedy isn't necessarily like uh best for uh around here and some of the shows that i do and the people that i play for you know what i mean so and i see the difference when i do like um a crowd that's like country bumpkins versus like yeah. these these people that are far left, and there's really no in between here in the Midwest in Ohio. It's like it's hard to find that in between. So, I think there are markets like that though where people still want that kind of comedy and like traveling to Austin and seeing the kind of scene down there, and also just 
being online every day and seeing the the, the current landscape of like um, how anybody from anywhere can still meet these other demographics all over the place with stuff like Instagram and YouTube and just being aggressive and consistent with the amount of social media that you're posting. It's like it's obviously you don't want to post just everything all the time, but uh, there has to be some sort of like scale because it has to be quality, right? You don't want to just be pumping bullshit out to everybody all day, yeah. but it, you do have to be aggressive with it. And uh, I don't know. I see I see a lot of things happening, man. Like for you, for just dating comedy in general, like there are a lot of people that are starting to produce shows, independent shows and podcasts. There's more mics than ever. Like There is a lot of mics in Dayton, and, and, I, and I'm proud of that. Um, it's a good scene right you know, now, man. But the shitty thing is, like, I, I can't go to any of these mics because I have, I've, it's probably my own fault, but I've created all these, like, people that fucking despise me because I speak my mind and all this kind of stuff, like, and it's just fucking lame, dude. Like, you know. Well, I ta- heard. Take it. Take it for what it is. It's comedy. You know, it's, it's not fucking serious. You know, lighten the fuck up and quit being such a fucking pussy. You know, that's what I wish that would happen with most comics. Like, quit being a fucking, you know, a f- quit being gay. Okay? Stop it. All right? I mean, just... Lighten the fuck up. Do your, you know, work on your work on your on your act and have an open mind and have fucking fun, man. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah, you know, it really is supposed to be fun. Yeah, I think it is, dude. Like it should be. And there, man, there's just uh, there's guardrails up now. And uh, yeah, like in a bowling alley. You yeah, know what? Yeah, learn how to fucking bowl. Yeah. Okay, and you shouldn't need some railing to come up to hit the fucking pins. That's if that's you get a gutter, always, you get a fucking gutter. Yes, that's always my argument too. I think that a lot of people who are saying certain things and getting mics canceled or getting people to cringe, it's because it's inexperienced people trying to say these outlandish things because they heard someone else do it on stage and they don't understand that you have to build up a rapport with the audience first before you say something like that, or you have to also be at a skill level where you can deliver it properly and not make it seem offensive because that's just, there's a difference between saying something crazy. It's technique, man. Yeah, it's all exactly. technique, yeah. you know? And, and it's, it, that is, that's, that's the key to comedy, having good timing and the technique and also the likability to be able to read a crowd and, and, do the jokes at the appropriate time. It's, you know, it's like fucking chemistry, man. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's a certain amount of, of, I say chemicals when I, when I speak like jokes, but there's a certain amount of jokes that you, you do at a certain level at a certain time to make sure that it works. And that only comes from pure experience. Mm-hmm. And reading the room and yes, you know, yeah, it's, it does. It, it's so a lot of people who are, are messing it up for guys like us who are trying to get stage time all the time and work on this because, you know, you have to be constantly coming up with new stuff. And it's so it's, it becomes difficult when these other people are throwing wrenches in the gears, you know, so 
we got about two minutes here and we could take a break real quick and then do uh do another episode do another 30 minutes and we can get into um uh we could talk about uh rest in peace which i we touched on it earlier i don't know if we said it or not but yeah it might uh, have been cut off by yeah. your uh you got a polaroid here it's, it's i know weird <laughs> that a polaroid actually has video i've never seen a polaroid with that's video. my backup camera it is a little dinky thing but it looks all right <laughs> I'm it's, just kidding. it's all right this this one is my i need to get some more lenses um yeah. that match up to this one so they do all look better but hey you know what this is a fucking low budget this is a low budget thing, you know. dude. It's just me and my in my den and like And your fucking eighty ounce thermos. Yeah. I yeah. always have people messaging me, they're like, Where do you shoot the podcast? I'm like, No <laughs> no one knows. I converted a room in my house into a studio. It's actually where I um if you had another fern on the on the right of you, yeah, you would be like Zach Galifianakis between, in, between two, two firms. Well I it, kind of am because there's one behind you. Oh, there is. So yeah, we all, we can only afford two. Fake plants are very expensive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get more pictures up on the wall too uh, eventually. Hysterical. But those are those also. Oh, and uh, you have Dave Chappelle after he got big. Yeah. Not not famous, but actually physically big. Physically, yeah, that is a yeah, bigger picture. Yeah, so of funny. Him, yeah. Fucking guy gained a hundred pounds after he stopped smoking crack. And uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't. I don't know if he's <laughs> That's a good way to end I, it. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. <laughs>